all right so we're back again good morning good afternoon and good night at whatever time you may view this particular live stream i'm your host darshawn McAway. thank you guys so much for tuning in so we're going to talk about something i know you guys heard my lululemon story how i changed lululemon but there's a downside to why i ended up leaving lululemon i didn't leave peacefully but i kind of left peacefully but i did some things oh uh, let me just explain to you what happened so I was working for Lululemon, things were going good, and most of the people who worked there, they were all into following each other on social media. I knew that that was a bad idea, so I tried to tell people that I, that I didn't have a Twitter, that I didn't have a Facebook, so that they wouldn't bother me because I know that I like to speak openly on social media, well, at least at that time. In the year 2014, I love to speak openly about what I saw, what I said to people, what somebody said to me, but that's when I started learning that one tweet can either make or break your business or make or break you. So when I was working for Lululemon back in the year 2014, I was very open on Twitter. I would kind of say anything that popped up in my mind. Uh, it wouldn't be anything inappropriate. It wouldn't be anything racist or really uh, debatable. It was just something that, you know, I would just say, you know, I'm hungry today. I'm thinking about going to eat a burger, you know, stuff like that. It was like really silly stuff because I was still trying to get a handle on what Twitter was about back in 2014. So I come to realize that when, as I'm working at Lululemon, everybody's following each other. They're following each other on Facebook mainly, but they were following each other on Twitter. So what happened was I was working one night and there was a, a girl, she was a manager and she came over to me I was already done doing what I was doing and I was basically waiting. I had about like 15 minutes left. There was nothing to be done, you know, at least at least to me. She comes up to me and she says, uh, can you go help so-and-so fold, you know, the leggings? So I'm looking over there and I'm like, okay, uh, I'll go, no problem. So I go to my phone and I think I said something along the lines like, you know, people just people just want to find work for you to do, so you just won't sit around. And I didn't realize that she was following me on Twitter. She follows me. She sees a notification come up on her phone, and then she comes over to me and says, "Hey, did I did I tweet this? And was I talking about her?" So at what the re <laughs> when she did that, I was like, "Well." Since she's here, yeah, that, that was about you. And so she was like, well, uh, we need to have a meeting in the back. And I'm like, for what, you know? And she was like, well, well, cause you shouldn't say things like this. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let's go talk about it in the back. So we go to the back. She brings another employee there. She calls Kay Scott on the phone, like on speakerphone. So everyone, has seen my tweet and I'm sitting up there and I'm thinking like damn this is like this is crazy this is weird you know and Kate Scott was like hey if somebody asks you to do something just do it and I was like I, I did do it but she was like yeah but you tweeted about it and I was like what's wrong with me tweeting about you know basically how I feel that's you know that's my Twitter page that's my social media that's what I do and she was like, well, at Lululemon, we take that very serious because of things that happened in the past. And I didn't understand what she was talking about. So she was saying that 
she just gave me a real, a real brief story. She was like, well, we take things like that serious because there was a murder that happened at Lululemon. And I was like, wait a minute, like here in Boca Raton? And she was like, no, it happened, uh, you know, up the road, I think up in Canada somewhere. And she was like, the company wants us to take people's social media serious. So I was like, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't know. And at first I thought they were pulling my leg in order to like to fire me or whatever. So uh, true enough, they they were telling the truth because I ended up like searching it when uh, they told me like, hey, just don't do it again. Um, she was just trying to like have you do something because she noticed that you were just kind of standing around and whatnot. But hey, it's no big deal. But we just wanted to make sure that you wasn't upset and that you still feel comfortable working for the company. Well, I didn't recognize that the way that they were seeing things and the way that they had everything set up is that they were there as a witness to see like what my demeanor was and if they were going to let me go or not. And, and, and they did. So that night was probably my last night. And mind you, there was about 15 to about 20 people for the company following me on Facebook and on Twitter. So when, when the night had passed, I did get online and I looked up the, the Lululemon murders and I was extremely surprised that they were telling the truth. So I'm reading through these, this article and I'm looking, I'm listening to the video and I'm kind of tripping out because I'm thinking like, wow, somebody got killed at Lululemon and it was employees. They were two employees going against each other. And I just couldn't believe it. So the next day, the next day, uh, I wasn't scheduled to work. I, I, I want to say it happened on a Tuesday. I was off Wednesday and I was supposed to go in on Thursday. On my off day, K. Scott called me and said, hey, uh, we think we're going to go ahead and just uh, let you go from the company. Um, so if you have anything that was in the back, uh, we'll, we'll have it for you up front. And, you know, just so you know, your discount lasts like another 60 days. So you'll be good to go. But we just think that, you know, what you what you tweeted about was just a little bit too inappropriate for the company. And we're, we're just going to go ahead and part ways. So I was like, damn, you know, all I said was, man, people always want to find something for you to do. Right. That was all I said. But it got worse. It got worse after that because once they let me go, the people were still following me. And I started tweeting things about like how people treat me, how people view me. And then I was like, I could see that if I had posted this, why they would let me go. So I said something along the lines and I still have I still have the tweet or the picture. Uh, it was on Instagram. They were following me on Instagram too. I put out I rolled out a yoga mat and I put a gun on it and I said gun yoga. And I felt like at the time that's something that I could get fired for, but I had no longer worked for the company. They let me go. So the Boca Raton Police Department called my phone and they asked me Hey, what do you mean by gun yoga? And gun yoga, believe it or not, it's a true thing. And uh, the only reason I did it was two reasons. One, because I didn't know it was a thing. And two, 
I was like, well, if I'm going to get fired for something, let me get fired for something that's really fireable, you know, like a really fireable offense. Let me really put something out there to make you guys think. But I didn't think it through to the point where they would take it as I would murder someone. That's not in my forte. That wasn't even how I was thinking. But looking back on it in hindsight, I can see how people would think that, okay, this guy's going to do something to everybody. But it was actually like a, a very careless thing to do, a very silly thing to do because I didn't realize how many people were following me. Like the people who worked for the company were really in tune to what I was doing. They were really like charismatic about me, really positive. And when I posted something like that, it kind of made everybody go like, hold on, like who is this guy? But I was making a point of where if you're gonna fire me for something, let, let, let it be something that's real. Let it be something that I really need to be fired for, you know? So when the police department called me, they asked me and say, hey, what do you mean by this? Um, the, the people at the company, uh, they feel nervous. They feel like you're going to do something to them. I'm like, man, I'm not even going up there anymore. Uh, this is what happened. This is why they let me go. And he was like, yeah, K. Scott told me that. And uh, just, just, just do this, man. Uh, just go ahead and take it down because you don't realize uh, how many laws that you're breaking. And I was like, what do you mean I'm breaking laws? He was like, well, you can post whatever you want, but when you start posting things about guns, you're, you're kind of overstepping your boundaries. And I had no clue what he was talking about. I just figured that, you know, he was trying to scare me or whatever. So when I got the phone call from the police, and this was the only time that this happened, from that day is when I removed, I washed all of my social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it. I washed it all. I Meaning I took everything down, uh, deactivated accounts, made new ones, and from there, from 2014 going into 2015, because I was becoming a, a dad, what I decided to do was only post things about business. Because I realized back in 2014, I say one tweet, whatever, one thing you post out there could make or break you. So I went from there and I was like, you know what? I'm not posting anything out of this brain anymore. Anything I have to say, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to even deal with it. I'm just going to. I'm just going to post business. What I have business going on. Let people know what I have going on in business. Or if people have a business, let them know. Hey, I can put this out there for you. This is how much it's going to cost, right? So I was going to start doing stuff like that, and I stayed true to it all the way from 2014. I really want to say 2015 up until the year, this present year, 2023. Uh, and I, I just never, I just never did it like that again, you know, because it, it was, it was, it was wrong what I did after math, but at the same time, I knew that social media is going to be, excuse the expression, the death, the, not the death of me, but the death of my business, the death of what I'm trying to do uh, in the long run. So I knew all the names of the people who were following me uh, because we made ourselves very familiar with these, uh, each other when we all had to do yoga together and we had to sit down like in a kumbaya moment in a big old circle and we had to express things about ourselves. And the reason why everybody had gravitated towards me is because I had an opportunity to have a real moment with everybody by saying like, hey, this is who I am. This is what this is what hurt me. This is what I'm trying to get over. This is where I'm trying to go. And they were very supportive of that. So 
I went on all my social media and even though I had started new ones, I took those names and I put them on my block list. It was about it was about 20 names. I put them all on my block list and I said, all right, from here moving on, I'm just going to monitor and censor my social media and I'm just going to move on from this. I'm not going to deal with this anymore. I'm just going to move on from it. And I did. So let's get back to the, the Lululemon murders. I didn't know that the company had experienced this. And this is very important because what a lot of people don't understand about social media and when they post things is stuff that happened prior before you becoming an employee. And that's something that I had to take into an account. I had to find out what's happening at these companies before I go apply, like what's happening? Uh, sexual harassment lawsuits, murders, uh, people stealing. Uh, what do these people look like? And you know, male, female, like what, you know, whatever, right? And it just so happened that the Lululemon murders, which we're going to discuss right here in a moment, the Lululemon murders was, uh, it was a black and a white thing, but they never really came down to the conclusion of why it actually started. It was a black employee being accused by a white employee of shoplifting. And I'm not for sure if they ever proved it, but I think everybody's dead at this point. Anyway, how about we do this? Let's go ahead and look into it right now. So go ahead and, and bring your attention to the screen if you're watching this or, or if you're listening to it. But bring your attention to the screen and let's go ahead and go over this article. Okay, as promised, uh, here's the book and also the article that we're going to go over. The Yoga Store Murder, The Shock and True Account of the Lululemon Athletica Killing. This is an actual book written by Dan Morse, M-O-R-S-E. And I was pretty interested to find out that at the time when I was looking this stuff up a few years ago that this was a thing you know and that somebody had beat everybody to the punch by actually coming out with the book and writing about all the series of events leading up to the actual murder so I got the opportunity to read through a couple of chapters and at the time man my mind was actually pretty blown given the fact that things were happening with me and you know the stuff that I was going through and getting the call from the police and stuff like that so I was just really trying to tripped out but you know here's here's the uh, chapters here table of contents uh, what was going on a pretty interesting read uh, to say the least uh, I may have to work on getting Dan Morris on my show I'm not for sure if he's dead or alive or anything like that but you know here's what it is man this is this is actually real so you know kudos to you know management for kind of just taking precautions you know no no big deal because i didn't know that this was a thing so let's go ahead and mosey on over to the article here's the article here about Brittany norwood the co-worker who killed jana murray and pretty much in these articles it just talks about how Brittany norwood was on the list of you know shoplifting throughout the company for some time and it just so happened that she gets caught up and caught by Jana Murray because this is true they always do this they check everybody anytime you bring anything into the store they check everybody's bag they check your wallet they check your pockets they check your bag your book bag your lunchbox the whole thing and it just so happened that Jana checked uh Britney's bag she saw the pants in there because I'm pretty sure there was still a tag on it because Lululemon have these huge tags with these huge price prices on them and once she saw that she just called the general store manager and say hey you know i caught britney with some leggings in her bag 
and locked up the store. Brittany goes to the car, come back, say, hey, uh, Jane, I left my wallet on the inside. Jane opens up the door and it's just all downhill from there you know it just turned into an all-out war of survival and unfortunately jana murray did not survive she did fight for her life i would think but it made it seem that way because britney ended up doing self-inflicted wounds on herself so it seems as if jana murray did fight back when in fact she didn't really stand a fighting chance i mean she got hit with all kind of tools hammers screwdrivers flatheads uh, a saw, a miniature saw, uh, it, you name it, anything in the toolbox, she got hit by Brittany with it, and it was just a bloody mess. So what happened was Brittany ended up staging a robbery and a sexual assault inside the store after she killed Jana Murray. So she stabbed her like, I don't know, over 30 something times. And from there, she did her own self-inflicted wounds. She zip-tied herself to make it seem like she had got uh, sexually assaulted. And she stayed inside the store until the morning time when the other employees would come in and witness this horrendous crime that just taken place. So, you know, if you worked at the mall, you're getting off about 9.30, maybe 10 o'clock. Well, Brittany Murray stayed inside the store tied up next to Jaina the whole entire time so some things going on in there mentally you know uh of course she's probably tried to get herself off by making it seem like you know that she wasn't the one who did it but they took it to trial and she had got convicted of first degree murder and here we are talking about it to this day and this happened i believe roughly around 2011 maybe 2012 and I started working for the store roughly around the year 2014, to say the least. You know, who who knew, right? So from there, knowing that, I just started moving different in the world. Knowing that all these type of things are happening at these companies, let me move a little bit differently. Let me just, you know, stay, let me stay my distance, you know, and just try to build up my own brand, work it my own way, so I won't get fired for stuff like this, people thinking I'm going to do something. So, so that's the story of the murders at Lululemon. That's my story of why I got let go from Lululemon. Um, no ill will, whatever. I'm, it's, it's, it's in the past. It's what they say, water under the bridge, right? Um, I haven't bought anything since I left. You know, I haven't bought anything since I left the company. But I don't want to discourage people from working there. So it's no no defamation on the company it's just more so my experiences what happened to me and how i changed certain things at lululemon and how i changed my life moving forward uh dealing with social media and what we decided to put out there because a lot of this stuff stays out there for a long time unless you take it down and don't let anyone fool you uh, there is a way for you to take your stuff down uh, there is a certain email to reach out to these companies and say hey this is the reason i want to take it down and a lot of it has to do with, you know, privacy issues. So that stuff, it can come down unless someone, you know, screenshots and downloads it before you take it down. But for the most part, there is a way for you to take everything off the Internet and just go back to living a regular life, which is something that I have done. I have a lot of stuff out there, but the personal things that I used to talk about, I don't talk about them anymore. Anyway, my name is Darshawn McAway. I'm the host of WildPodcast.me. 
Thank you guys for rocking it out with me. Thank you guys for sitting back and enjoying uh, my stories about Lululemon. Uh, stay tuned or go to my YouTube page and check out my new story of police harassment. It's titled Leave Me Alone and uh, share your comments with me and let me know what you think about everything that I've been putting out so far. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace.